What's up guys? Welcome to 2023, where I'm back again. It's me, Joe, the man who tells you to stop watching Arrested Development after season three. Nothing past that. And I'm here to talk about the first fight card of the year. First UFC fight card, specifically, I should say. Uh, UFC Fight Night, Strickland versus Imovov. Ton to talk about. Not all of it's actually the fights itself. Uh, so, enough talk. Let's get to the fights. In our main event, we had Sean Strickland versus Nazardine Imovov. So, just when I thought I escaped 2022, you know, I don't have to watch a Sean Strickland fight for a little bit. He 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 hunts me down and he finds me. Um, but in all seriousness, actually, this was this was an okay fight. You know, so we were originally going to be Kelvin Gastelum, who I like watching fight, and uh, he had a big tooth injury, had to get sewed back in. And uh, so here comes Sean Strickland to save the day. You know. Um, because, you know, Apex cards aren't really stacked. Um, so, you know, here we go. And it's been less than a month since this last fight, so all my critiques and complaints of the Sean Strickland style still hold up. You really can't reinvent yourself and kind of fix a lot of things in less than a month. Um, you know, it's just kind of how it is. <laughs> uh, so still a lot of jabs, a lot of jabs, a lot of jabs. I'm wanting more left hooks. I'm wanting more oomph on the right hands. Um, he kind of went after the finish a little bit more in this fight. Um, and he was showing attempts to wrestle, something I think he's very underrated at, and he was throwing more kicks. Again, so there was some improvements, but, like, you know, you, you know like you're wanting more. So I think this is a decent step in the right direction, just not quite there. So for the scoring of the fight, because it went to the decision, um, I actually thought it was kind of a flat-out first four rounds was definitely Sean Strickland, whereas I thought the last round, Imovov knew he was down. Sean Strickland kind of slowed down, you know, short-notice replacement. So, uh, you know, he's slowing down, he goes at him, and um, he's trying to get the finish, trying to get back into the fight, and Strickland just kind of wants to rest up and clinch. He move off round for me. And once again, I'm kind of at a loss for words on what to do here. Uh, initially, I was thinking the Derek Brunson, Marvin Vittori, which, which is recently booked, uh, the loser. But that doesn't make any sense to me, because he just won the fight. I'm thinking of, like, Sean Strickland losing to Karen Cannoneer. <laughs> so, the winner of that kind of makes sense to me, you know, because both those guys are going into a loss, going into that fight, so the winner makes sense here to kind of be in the middle. Co-main event, Dan Ige versus Damon Jackson. I actually like watching fight. I was actually excited for this fight because I, I enjoy watching a Damon Jackson fight, and despite Dan Ige's losing streak, he's really fun to watch. This was a good performance by Dan Ige, I thought. Uh, I thought he had the clear speed and power advantage. Um, he was kind of landing at will, even kind of seemed to sting Damon Jackson in the first round a little bit. Second round, though, perfect lead, beautiful left hook, just, you know, puts him out. You know, he's out like no one's business. Damon Jackson hits the ground. KO, Danny Gay gets that 50K bonus. It's pretty good, you know. Good little knockout. Then we had Roman Kapilov, or Kopilov, excuse me. Probably even pronouncing that wrong. Sorry. <laughs> uh, against uh, Punaheli Sor Soriano. And, uh, I, you know, I, I don't remember any Kopilov fight. But uh, everyone's always like telling me, like, oh, he's a pretty interesting striker. I'm like, I'm going to check it out. Uh, and Soriano is always funny. Very meat and potatoes. Just big left hand, you know, kind of uh, older school kind of fighter for me. Uh, and I think he's kind of fun. So this fight was actually pretty fun, I thought. Uh, Kopilov, better footwork, better technical striker. 
and attacking the body very well in the first round. But Soriano was kind of lurking with that big bomb of a left hand, and you kind of wonder, is is that going to land? That's kind of the fun thing when like a guy doesn't have it in the like he's outclassed in the striking department, but he's able to kind of land a little bit. When they have that kind of like X factor power, you go, this is interesting, you know. Um, so second round, nasty spinning back kick from Kopalov, and uh, not a lot of reaction from Soriano. Um, but they're in a southpaw southpaw matchup. So Kopalov is just attacking the close guard uh, right here, you know, with uh, his rear leg body kick, just cracking the body. And he hits him once after the spinning back kick, and you see the slowdown. He swarms. He's attacking the body more and more, just going after him. And, you know, Soriano starts to kind of kill over a little bit. Ref stops it. Standing TKO. I think it's a fair finish. Next up, we had Carl's girl, Rocky Pennington versus Caitlin Vieta. And uh, it's a good little brawl, good little women's brawl, you know. Definitely, uh, if you're uh, if you're if you like a good women's brawl, there you go. You know, Carl's always Carl always likes his uh, his women brawls. He talks on the preview show about him. And uh, but you know, first round was close. Um, I, I I could see it going either way. I kind of leaned towards Caitlin Vieira in that fight or in that round. Second and third round, I thought it was Rocky. Um, so I know like scorecards were like all over the place. I was entertaining guests. I'm gonna be upfront and honest here, entertaining guests, and I tossed the fight on, the fight's on late, so with this being the second fight on the main card, you know, I was, they were still there, it was a, it was a couple, a friend of mine was a couple, and uh, they were into it, and everything, they were watching, and um, so I was a little distracted though, kind of like going, like, oh yeah, this is, you know, blah, blah, like XYZ kind of thing, doing my usual, and um, so I can understand if you disagree with my decision over the Rocky thing, uh, but I'm leaning towards her, I, I thought, from what I saw, and uh, I tried to pay attention the best I could. Um, I thought it was a rocky win. You know, good little fun brawl. Not a lot of technique, just, you know, two people trying to go out there and swing some leather. Great win for her in a division that isn't stacked at all. So a title shot that she's clamoring for, definite possibility. First fight to open up the main card was Umar Nurmagomedov versus Haoni Barcheos. Pretty impressive KO win for Umar Nurmagomedov. Um, he was like kind of throwing like a kick. I thought it was like a knee at first. It was like a kick. Uh, and then like with the momentum, he kind of throws a punch as well, like right behind it. Left hook lands clean. And, you know, here we go. A lot of kicks, a lot of off angles for him before the KO. Um, and, you know, I, I got to be honest. I, people are don't like this Dagestani invasion. I, I totally get it, you know. Um, but I, I do kind of like when a Dagestani fighter shows up with a different kind of game, you know? I don't want to just see Habib 2.0, 3.0, or whatever, you, you know, Ali Abdelaziz tries to pitch to me. I really don't, like, I, I saw Habib. It was great. It was a great title run. I thought, I kind of want to see something different. I don't want to see just, like, homage or cover, cover acts to the same guy, I guess. Um, so seeing stuff like this, big thumbs up for me. Um, Kid 16-0 now, so putting him on, like, the first fight of the main card, great way to keep, you know, eyes on a very promising start in the UFC. So that's really all I had to talk about. There was really nothing on the prelims that kind of captured my attention and my imagination here. So I wanted to kind of start off with two things, or have two things left. First one, uh, I want to pay some respects to Victoria Lee and her family. So Victoria Lee passed away at the incredibly young age of 18. She was the younger sibling to 1FC's champions, Angela Lee and Christian Lee. Um, and she herself was a 3 uh, had a 3-0 record, uh, all of her professional fights in MMA, at in 1FC. 
She was a four-time junior gold medalist in pancreation representing the USA. And uh, her cause of death is unknown as of now. I know there's some speculation, and I haven't really seen anything, like, plausible or concrete. But, you know, and to be honest with you, that doesn't matter. Uh, for me, I have a younger brother. He's seven years younger than me. I, I couldn't imagine the, the pain their family's, like, going through right now. Like, I lost a, a parent. This is a little different, you know, when it's someone younger, someone you're not, like, you never expect anything like that to happen. So my heart, you know, all my love and heart and respect, all that, goes out to the Lee family. So rest in peace. So to kind of shift away from the sad news of sorts, you know, don't get too, too emotional here. Uh, let's talk about this Francis situation. So a banner got leaked for Cyril gone John Jones. Yeah, that guy used to, you know, that guy used to fight, and apparently he might fight again. Um, for the heavyweight title, undisputed heavyweight title. That led to some speculation. Dana comes out and says, yeah, it's, it's happening, you know. Um, and then he drops another bombshell. They released Francis Ngannou. The current heavyweight champion. They strip him. The champ. They strip him and release him. Whoa. Um, so here's some of the claims they said. They're claiming he doesn't want to fight top talent anymore. He doesn't want to fight the highest level guys. You know, the guy who has been going, hey, I want to I want to box Tyson Fury. Like, that's not top level? Okay. I know it's a different sport, but come on. Like, the, the, the fire is still there, in a sense, if you really want to go out there. Um, you know, it's not like fighting Mayweather. Tyson Fury will, like, seriously, like, is a serious health risk. So it's Mayweather, but, like, come on. Like, a little different in heavyweight. Um, he even said he wanted to fight John Jones. You know? So, I don't know. Um, and then they also claimed they were offered him more money than any UFC heavyweight fighter ever. So, I'm going to toss this idea out. More money than any UFC heavyweight fighter ever? Isn't that just like 45 bucks? Like, I mean, they don't pay fighters nothing, it feels like. So, come on. I'm taking all this with a grain of salt, all their claims, all the UFC's claims, all Dana's claims, because there's a big problem here. The UFC, I think, is trying to defend their horrible handling of Francis Ngannou. This is a guy who was profitable. Number two, he had mainstream appeal, which, of course, leads into point one. And three... Just unbelievable KO power. So this is a guy who's a walking highlight reel that you can use to promote for years and years after he quits fighting. Four, this is a guy with a like inspirational story. I'm not an Nganu fan, but I'm not going to act like that story isn't like one of the most inspirational things ever. Like It is unbelievable that is his story. So, like I don't know. They, they are just so... Like the the UFC just loves to treat, it loves to refuse respect to their heavyweight champions. It feels like I, I remember seeing this with Stipe, thinking the same thing was going to happen with Stipe. Like Stipe's just going to quit though. They fired him. I, it's crazy to me, you know. And it, the big thing is, it's because they do not like fighters. It's not just a heavyweight joke. I always do, but it's they don't like fighters that speak up and stand up for themselves and for fellow fighters. They don't like that. They want you to just, you know, eat your crap or, you know, take your crap and eat it, that kind of thing. Um, look at DC. You know, DC is going to have a job forever. 
Because if the UFC started saying, hey, we're only going to pay fighters a dollar per, per fight, you know, like, like literally, they've ever said that, DC is going to show up on his ESPN show and he's going to say something like, listen, like we're, we're, the UFC is doing a great thing here, you know, like we're feeding fighters because you can go to the get a dollar menu thing without taxes at McDonald's, like we're, we're feeding you, come on, he's going to spin it, he, he's just the biggest, you know, company man, nothing wrong with that really, I guess, um, but so it's just kind of how it is. And Ngannou wasn't wasn't that, you know. At first he was. He was the Dana Pet Project, and he, he wasn't. Um, this is a crazy story to an already crazy 2023, and it's just going to add on. Like, can I get a break? <laughs> um, but that's it for me, though. Uh, I'm glad to welcome you guys into my second calendar year. Not my, technically I'm around like the nine-month, ten-month mark, ten-month mark, but it's my second calendar year. With the UFC, or the INC. God, what is wrong with me today? I'm actually going to redo that, Carl. I want to just redo the outro again. I messed up like four times. Oh, God. <laughs> okay, three, two, one. Well, that's it for me. Uh, I'm glad to welcome you guys into my second calendar year. Technically, I'm around the nine, ten month mark, but it's my second calendar year with the INC. And I'm so glad to be here with you guys still. And I'll be here next week to recap UFC 283. I did a preview show with Carl, which is great. I had a lot of fun doing it. And so next week, you, you know, you can watch the preview show. Then you can watch my recap where I talk about how, oh, my God, I called every fight exactly. <laughs> um, and, of course, if you guys, you know, really miss me, you know, next week is a pay-per-view. So that's another retro review on the main channel. And uh, we did, I did spoil it like I normally do on the preview show. Very, very excited to do this one. Uh, I actually just re just watched it, you know, uh, the cut of it, and I was laughing at my own jokes, which might be sad, but, you know, I, I enjoyed it. <laughs> and if you want to vote for anything you want me to review on the Retro Review series, go to our Patreon. I did the first one already, first one ever. It's so cool. I love this fan interaction. It's my favorite part of the gig, you know. Um, anyways, I'm Joe with the INC. Thank you for watching.